What's up, everybody? That's right. It is time once again for your favorite sports betting podcast. Say it with me now. It's Jump the Sharp. It is divisional playoff weekend. Oh, the nitty gritty here. I am your host, Brian Hollywood Hagen, along with my better half. It's the Woodman, David Woody. What's up, brother? Hollywood. We are uh, we are really, really stoked around here. Um, we were just chatting a few minutes, uh, folks, right before we hit play. And, and uh, very excited about this week. Very excited about the next couple of weeks, man. They, you know, everything leading up to the Super Bowl is such it's so much fun betting. And when it's over, you really miss it. You're like you have like a whole nother year to look forward to. You you start looking forward to week one. Basically, right away. Absolutely. Well, you know? me, I, I start looking forward to uh, NFL draft, uh, you yes. know, prop bets and, and shit like March that. Madness and other things that you enjoy betting on. Oh no, but- no, other sports have their own life, but yeah, you definitely miss the Super Bowl and the football season. And we've been, you know, you. My point is just that we've been waiting basically a year to to get to this moment, Every which is a fun, fun betting time. Super Bowl is the best. Goddamn time for Super Bowl is the best. And um, have we mentioned what we're thinking about doing? I I forget what we're thinking about doing. So fill all of us in, David. Well, we were considering. I don't know if. Oh, that's right. I don't know how realistic it'll be, but we're gonna try to do some sort of dungeon to general dungeon live uh, stream, possibly at like night uh, for the Super Bowl special. Maybe the night before, like maybe Saturday night, maybe a different night. We're trying to work out the kinks of it. But the gist of it is going to be it'll go like the last one we did. Probably for hours, you know. <laughs> you probably have to wear the the adult diapers. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, you know, yeah. Who went it, for who went for a piss break on a show? I believe I did. It, it was either you or Joe. I, I think me and I, I think Joe Charch and I all did. Yeah, but, Charch yeah. might have too. It's so much fun uh, that show, and uh, it's even more fun when everybody's drinking and and kind of carrying on a bit, and you have more space and time to really get into things. Sometimes I feel a little rushed. On the Sunday morning, where I'm like, I gotta just get the pick. I gotta just say it. And I, on this program, I'm I'm afforded by my generous co-host the freedom to. That's enough. Blow okay. Me. And also, at Jump the Sharp on Twitter and YouTube, search Jump the Sharp. Man, he is long-winded sometimes. I don't know what that's like. The Degenerate Dungeon, as mentioned by the Woodman. Look at you shaking your head too. <laughs> I'm not. Did I hurt your feelings? Huh? No, Are you okay? No, I liked it actually. It was good. You you thought that was a good one. It was a See, good I'm gonna one. Get the, I'm going to get what he pissed off. I'm going to hurt your feelings. Hurt my feelings. Sorry about that. My bad. But um, but no, uh, the dungeon, degenerate dungeon, of course, is what he is uh, applying there. Every, well, we would say Sunday, but this Saturday, once again, will be Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on Twitch. Twitch.tv backslash GCN Employee Lounge, courtesy of our good friends over at the Glass Cannon Network. Love doing business with them and cannot wait. Uh, by the way, Spoiler alert. Well, not really, because we did it last week, so it's not technically a spoiler. But we were able to introduce sound drops last you week. You want to look at that again? <laughs> I swear, Vin, we did it. Anyway. So this week, sound drops again. We got drops on the the Degenerate Dungeon. Um, yeah, normally Sunday morning. Saturday morning. This will be the last Saturday morning. Next week, a conference championship. There'll be two games. That is on Sundays, as always. So we will be back on Sunday. But this Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. It is a blast. So much fun. But yes, as the Woodman was saying, uh, there is talks about the Super Bowl special being primetime. There's nothing better than a primetime dungeon. Yeah, 
It's pretty yeah. good, buddy. Give it to me hard. <laughs> we might. I'll tell you what we didn't give too hard. At least I didn't. Was effort, apparently, in my picks last yeah. week. One and three from your boys here at JTS. However, uh, Woodman had balls enough to call a money line. And that Jags money line wasn't looking too swell. And then, yeah. oh boy, did it hit. So a yeah. plus 120 from your boy, the Woodman. Um, that was a, a good hit. And also, and then the Bengals. I had the Bengals to cover the spread against the Ravens and and they didn't although I had bet it so early in the week that it, it hit for me there you I'm go. not saying it should count I know it's a oh, wrong good for you <laughs> all right well fair enough <laughs> Uh, that I've was always... probably the most applicable that drop has ever been. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, always my, tempted right. to be like, does that ever happen to you or you're trying to be like, yo, I really wanted that uh, one point difference. So my pick of the week is the alt. I'll just want. Yeah, yeah, like, it's I, tempting. I'll tell but you, I never dude, do it. Neither of us ever does. I could, no, but I could throw it out there right now. I was sick to my stomach about that over under last week that I picked the under yeah. on that Bengals game at you 40 were, and a half. You were right. And it was there. 41. Yep. So I was sick to my stomach. And it's funny you say that because the original start of the week was 43 and a half. And I, as the genius I am, decided not to take it on that Tuesday or that Wednesday even because I wanted to make sure it was applicable for the show. Uh, I didn't want to say I got it at 43 and a half, but it's 40 and a half. But I, I got news for you guys. That's on me. Like I'll do the Donna McNabb chest pat, my bad, because that's on me. You know, so I have to, for now on, take that bet. Like if you guys like a line, jump on it because – there's no reason that that I should have waited on that. I should have told you, fuck, it's 40 and a half now if you like it. I still like the under, but I got it. Yeah, I am. But, I, you know, I got it at 43 and a half. So, um, we have gotten feedback at times from people where they were like, I liked your picks, but I altered all of them because I just yeah, wanted a yeah. little extra space. And I'm, I don't blame you. Like, that's kind of worth paying up a little less juice mm-hmm. to just feel more comfortable. I get it. That's, that's, sure. that's a good way to bet. That's a you smart know how many bet. times we'll see a prop that's minus 120 and we'll be like, it's only minus 120. But then you yeah. see an alt, alt, uh, alt line that you're like, it's not. Well, now it's minus 120. You yeah. know, it's weird the way you can look at things. It's yeah. the same number, but one tastes like shit. You know? Yeah, it's true. Um, but it's funny you mentioned about the alt. Some of the folks say, yeah, I audited all your picks. Well, I'm going to get one of my picks. We have two picks uh, each coming at you here on Divisional Weekend. Yes, sir. One of them for me. I basically ordered everything anyway. I'll tell you about that a little bit Ooh, later. But before we do it, Look at him it go. is time to wet the whistle a little bit, right? A little bit of the bubbly. It's time for America's favorite segment. Yes. It is. What are we drinking? Courtesy of whatever breweries we have bought from or been handed down. Woodman, David Woody. What you got going down the gullet today? Sweeping the nation here. Uh, That's right. America's favorite segment. It's the best. Um, this is one that's been on the show before, but not 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 for like a year. So it's been Ooh. a while, and it's it's one of my favorite all time beers. It's probably in a, a top uh, two or three for me all time. All time. I, I have featured on this program before. Shout out to Troy Lavalley of uh, the CEO of Glass Cannon because he introduced me to it for the first time. It's from our friends at Trogues in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Did you just? Did you didn't you just do this like three weeks ago? You literally did this. I I haven't had one yet this year. I haven't had one yet. I'm about to have my first sip of it in a year. Are you sure? Didn't I bring it on the show? I literally brought this on the show like two weeks ago. I don't think so. I I would did you the red flag on that? I believe week eighteen I brought it on. I don't know. It doesn't sound right. We'll see. Someone 
tell me if I'm okay. Go for it. What is it again? Muggy. Oh, look at that pour. Look at that. Muggy. Right? Mm. It is yeah. amazing. I wish I had one right now. Mm. It's nugget nectar for those who can't that read that. Beautiful mind. amber. It's an amber ale. It's not an IPA. Um, I don't know what the difference is. You know, like uh, there's something about the way they treat the hops that makes sure. it an IPA, right? Caramelize um, it or something. I have no idea, man. I'm, I'm not a, a brewmaster, but I'll tell you. Sounds it's like it. It's America's ale. favorite segment. We've been doing this for two and a half years. People rely on you, okay? No, they don't rely on you. At least on act me like you're something. I don't need Shit. to make it or know the science. I my, they they rely on me is is going like this. Mm. Oh 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 oh, that's just beautiful. You know what well, I mean? How about that? That's yeah, all they I care see. about. But yeah. seriously, it is beautiful, and um, I highly recommend if you guys like a good amber beer. It's a beautiful amber ale, seven and a half percent, so nothing too crazy, but but definitely still strong enough. And um, to get the job done, it has a, a a beautiful hoppiness. It's a it's just it's exactly bitter in the way that you want a beer to be bitter. It's that very good bitter beer. It's um, it's awesome. It's a perfect beer. I wouldn't change anything. But well carbonated, uh, refreshing. It's just a killer beer, man. Yeah, hits you like this. You know, yeah, boom, dude. I don't know why you would say it like that. That you let you, and then you came out and gave the absolute perfect, like descriptive rundown of uh, you know you you should you could have written the commercial don't sell yourself short you acted like you you weren't able to to make it happen you make that happen don't quit your day job <laughs> i just said maked i just said maked it happen instead of made holy shit it's almost like i've been drinking which <laughs> guilty as charged but <laughs> it's a little late, it? it's a little late at night so brian may have tucked into one by now <laughs> i got yo i mean this is a gambling podcast but if you wanna you wanna put a little dough on, did Hollywood have a brew or two before ten AM Eastern any night of the week? Yeah, that's a minus eight hundred fifty at least. I hope you meant ten PM. What did I say? Ten AM? You did. Whoops. Wow. Okay, that wouldn't be minus eight hundred. That'd be like minus two hundred. But nevertheless, let's go ahead with some little can action. My wife's gonna be pissed because I don't think she knew that there was one left. She is in earshot, so if you hear a yell. It might be her, but the yell also might be because of what this is called. Ah, it's zombie dust Ooh. from Three Floyd's Brewing. Shout out yes. to shout out to a lot of people. Shout out to uh, Muscles Marinara, my boy. I actually saw him right before we went live a little bit. Had to pick up a little cookie order. It's cookie season uh, for the Girl Scouts, and literally today started that season. And your cookie dad is right here. And boy, have I been pumping out orders. But nevertheless. Shout out to Muscles Marinara, who I believe first introduced me to this. And shout out to Joey O.B. Uh, of the Glass Cannon fame, whose house I was over last weekend. Had a few of these then as well. Go Birds, as you can see. My little 75, 75th anniversary Birds pint glass. And down the hatch we go with some zombie dust. 6.5 on your Richter scale here. Okay. It's an undead pale ale, as they call it. Oh, okay. Pale ale. All right. I don't think I've had this doesn't one. look very pale, but it is. No, kind of, it, it doesn't. It's kind of more pale, and it, it's it's got that lager. It's actually more pale than a lager. It doesn't look like it is, but it is. And, oh, you want to say the word that comes to mind is drinkable. Mm. It has the exact mix of like a, a – like when you see a color like that, you think heavy a little bit. Not heavy like a Could stout, be. but heavy as maybe a little impact as far as the like the IPA-ish taste and stuff. Yeah. No, this has got some – this has got some effervescence to it. 
and it can go down almost like you're drinking a domestic, but it tastes like an IPA. So like this not is... an IPA, like a craft. Okay, it's okay. So it's not so is this a beer I would sit there and I would eat like mixed nuts or or 100%. potato chips or something with it and it would just go perfect and be beautiful. Oh, that sounds great. Very yeah. well put because yes, you're not gonna do that with most of these other big time crafts. Um, no, some of them even, are too big, you know. Even like a wrench, I'm not gonna sit there and put No, you know, I wouldn't have any food chip. with it. I no, wouldn't have any exactly. food. Exactly. Right. This you could definitely enjoy your meal with uh, you know, maybe a little well, chicken sambo, or you know, throw some Brussels sprouts in oh the oven gosh. like this. Maybe I got to maybe get go. one of those. Um, you know how they have those burgers now that they'll do on the pretzel bun. Absolutely, get one of those going. Yep. Oh, dude, this would go great with that. Oh, this would that would be the perfect meal <laughs> with this. Would be a a a burger on a pretzel bun with some onion rinds and maybe a little Brussels sprout act. Though, hell yeah, sounds great. Dude, did they did they actually like change what Brussels sprouts are in the last twenty five years? Because I remember when we were kids, it was like Brussels sprout was the poster board for vegetables that you don't that like. Nobody likes, yeah. And I never had them until I was an adult. But I don't Me remember neither. looking like the way they look now. I think when I, don't I was know. a kid. Well, first of all, a lot of vegetables have been they've improved the you know breeding of them, so they're, they're they they make them better now. Big so agribusiness has fuck really. Better. Yeah. Well, honestly, that's one way to put it, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Big oh, agribusiness yeah. has figured out how to produce more vegetables more efficiently and of, a, frankly, a higher quality. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And um, so See, that's so part when of I, when it. I, so when I say this is a good fucking vegetable, I mean it literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you do, buddy. <laughs> uh, but the other piece to it is I think when we were growing up, nobody knew how to cook them. And now mm. everybody knows because of the yeah. Food Network and other things. People learn how to cook. Better. Everybody knows deep fry the shit. And it'll <laughs> yeah, be or better. put them in. Well, what I do with my Brussels, I bet this is what you do. Maybe not. Mm. I don't know. I'll toss them in a little olive oil, salt, and pepper. Put them in the oven on a real high temperature. That's exactly it. That's the smartest thing of the night. <laughs> I'm telling. It is exactly how to do it. They're now, so that's, delicious. That's the thing, though. When I'm thinking about Brussels sprouts back in the day, whenever when they, you know, your kids would be like, "Oh, they're the worst vegetable." You boil, but you always them. saw them. Yeah, exactly. You saw them <clears throat> bright green, you know, disgusting, and still wet or some Inedible. shit. And they yeah. always smelled weird. Inedible. You know, they they smell they smell bad when they're uh, yeah. It was like boiled. uber like fart smell. Yeah, yeah, kinda. yeah. Gnarly. And now it's like, yo, fry that fart up. I'll eat it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Love a good fried fart. Anyway, it's time to talk some playoffs. Playoffs. And we got some picks here, divisional round style. Sure do, And buddy. Uh, we're going to come at you two a piece here. Not not the full slate of a normal show, but I, this is what we do. Okay? We're, we're pacing ourselves. We got some ground to make up. We need to focus. But also, we also have other priorities as in the dungeon. Uh, we want to save some evergreen picks there, some fresh picks uh, we don't want to show all our cards here. Not saying, not not dissing the jump the sharp land. It's the matter of the fact of I only had time to really focus on a couple of picks, and I have yet to have a third that I would be comfortable enough saying, "Yo, guys, bet this shit," you know. So, which is fine, um, of course. Yeah. The Woodman might be on the other platform here. The Woodman's telling me that pre-show here. He's got a lot on his mind, so we'll see if he spills all his guts here or has a little bit of a layover. I uh, don't want to put you on the spot, but what I do want to say is... Uh, Get down to business! And it is time to put you on the spot, Mr. Woody, as you are always leading off and playing center field with your first pick of the week. It's the Woodman, David Woody. Thank you so much. I mm -hmm. am going to probably shock everyone here 
Uh-oh. Or maybe not. I don't know. But I'm going to do something that I don't do a lot. And it's an over. I wow, don't take a, you don't do totals at all. I don't do totals at all. And I really and I really don't do overs. If I do totals, I'm usually on the under. True. Because I think the sharps are right about that, right? The under hits more often, historically. Not last week. Not last week. Yeah. And and uh and actually Crazy. and here and that brings me to a point. And thank you for saying that. Not sure. last week. Mm-hmm. Unders hit a lot this year. This was a low-scoring year in the NFL. Absolutely. Very. And Sharps made a lot of money, and the public lost a lot of money when they bet the totals this year. However, the public beat the hell out of the Sharps. On the line, man. Absolutely. you know, it kind of maybe worked out about even for... I bet a lot of of Sharps that are used to making 60% or 58%, I bet a lot of them made about 50%, which is not a good season. Or if they're really Sharps that they just got off of... They said, fuck spreads. I'm just going to roll with the totals. Well, some of them did. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, those, these guys have a lot of experience, and they can mm-hmm. see when, I'm okay, I'm not hitting these. This is not happening. It's not right. a good year for this. Let me yep. see if I can pivot to something else. Or maybe they did more props. I don't know. And they don't do a lot of props, but some do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, that's for them to worry about. I don't care about them. I just pointed it out wow. to say that during the – well, no, I mean, we, you know, I'm not trying to compete with the Sharps. I'm trying to jump them, right? So um, so this year... You're so good at this. You know that? Well, this so is my point, this. though, and I, I think you're going to agree with me. This year during the regular season, it was a very low-scoring season. So far, it's very early, but one week through one week, the playoffs are very high-scoring. I expect that to continue. And Ooh. part of it is because Ooh. of the way that the, that the refs are in... The playoffs, they are still, you know, after the playoffs, what happened this year to DeMar Hamlin, after what happened to Tua, right? Very, very public incidents of player safety being a massive. Pro- I think that the refs will be, they are going to let some offensive pass interference go. They're going to let some holding go. Oh, wow. They're going to let okay. some stuff go. Deep and down thought process. I love every bit of it. And I think they're going to. I think they're going to be instructed by Goodell to do this. And I think they will be uh, hard asses. Did you call him? Uh, did you call him Good Hell? <laughs> good Hell. Yeah. Uh, I think He's they'll be hard asses Goodell, on, the on the defense. Mariano. I think. <laughs> I think they'll be hard asses against the defenses, right? Because I think that they they don't want to see any more concussions or cardiac arrest or anything else that looks <laughs> makes the league look bad. So, you know, so I'm just saying, so for me, it's like, if that's going to happen, then I'll do, I'll go, I'll go right to Buffalo here. Right. So, um, it's 48 and a half is the over under mm. in this game. Um, you know, uh, I think, um, a Buffalo, uh, was so you're a taking bit, under, correct? <laughs> I'm taking over it's, big time. <laughs> over big I was gonna time. Say, you know, I, the reason why I'm joking around about that is because of the fact that it's a full point higher on Fanduel right now. Higher, so, yeah. So that means so get it on going DK. over, baby. Yeah, get it on DK. Oh, it's going over. Here, here. I have some stats. Okay, let's go. Yeah, I'm so, like I didn't doubt that. I mean, you're taking a, a total. I knew you were coming in with some firepower. Let's go. I'm taking the total, hundred percent. I'm feel so good about this. And I'm mm. I'm tempted. I was very tempted to take the Bills at minus five and a half, but I just I and I and that's a fine pick if somebody wants to make it. I just think this is better. Okay. Uh, I, I think the Bengals could cover that. They could. They could. They could, could. cover it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and if and if it's as high of a scoring game as I think it might be, then it could go. It could go down to the wire. So mm-hmm. I don't love it. 
I do love the over 48 and a half. Um, these teams average 40, uh, excuse me, 54 and a half points. The two offenses average 54 and a half points during the regular season. Wait. Um, oh, sorry. Hold on. You mean combined? Combined. <laughs> okay. Combined. Yeah. So I take their like... two totals. I was, I was about to offenses. take an alt 101 and a half no, over. No. Combined. At, but, but, okay, that's 54 and a half, right? And the mm-hmm. spread here is 48 and a half. Now, here's what's going to convince you to tell me. Let's go. During their current win streaks, which is for the Bills, eight games and uh, the um, Bengals, uh, nine games, uh, 60, 60 points. Wow. Two offenses. Is that for real? It's 59.9 or something. I wrote down just almost six. It was just right up next to 60. They're, they're scoring shit. a lot of points. The, these offenses are putting up 30 each, uh, almost every game. You can make whatever kind of case you want to that they won't hear. I don't need it. I don't need 60. I just need 49, man. I think I get it easily. <laughs> um, I, I would honestly would be, I will probably put my personal, some money on an alt at like 57 or something. I'll, it's just going to pay nice. Wow. And I, I, I'll do it like a little bit, you know, just to get something else. But, uh, but yeah, I got a full unit on this guy. 48 and a half. Give me the over. I think easily. I'll just give you one more thing. This is not a mm-hmm. stat, but it's a very important point not not to be uh, overlooked. If you may, if you're worried about overs in the playoffs, a lot of times that's going to come down to coaching or quarterbacks. I'm not worried about either coach or either quarterback choking this game, and I doubt any of you listeners are either. These are two of the best QBs in the game. They are both playing well. Um, bro, our our uh arguably playing even better although i think we all agree that josh allen's probably the better it's just josh allen can't not turn over a fucking ball you know it's like dude stop that doesn't hurt me in terms of the over that really no, doesn't hurt un- me. unless it's like a red zone john but yeah i hear you here's but even here's there some... then maybe the Bengals get that seven i mean You're i just right. don't know man i mean i just I think there's gonna be a lot of points i really do well, here over fifty-seven and a half, as you mentioned a little bit ago, is plus two fifty-seven on DraftKings. Over sixty-one and a half is plus four hundred one. I oh my, think that's fun. That's the better play. That's like honestly, it, if you're going to do this and put a few bucks down. What about thirty-eight, thirty-one? This game, yeah. like I could see that. Yeah, put twenty on it. If you lose the twenty, what are you going to miss the twenty dollars? No, nine total points there in that game. That sounds um, good. Yeah, twenty-one at the winning. So that's my pick. Play. Over forty-eight and a half in the uh, Bengals Bills game. How about this? And then what's your boy Hollywood going to do to refute that? Not refute by any means to bounce back. He goes the over. I go the under. Not of this game. Okay. Okay. You, you got a little nervous. I didn't mean this game. I'm sorry. I shouldn't use the word refute. That's okay. But there's a there's a game out there. There's three games this weekend <laughs> out of the four that I'm like over. Just fucking over. They're yeah. all over. Like, just over, over, over time, over, over city, over everything. Over points, let's go. And there's one game that I'm like, wow, ridiculously under. Uh, I don't want to say ridiculously, but it's, and it's the lowest over under total of the, of the week, and it should be. Okay. You'd think I'd learn from, from, from betting last week the under and missing by a half goddamn point, but technically, mm. you know, if I just would have bet it earlier in a week, like I said, but. I've said all along that uh, San Francisco won't get out of the divisional round. And as much as I want to make the Cowboys a pick getting points, it's the fucking Dallas Cowboys. And that just ain't me because I'd be scared I was right. But I'm taking the Cowboys Niners under 46 and a half. 
which is on FanDuel right now, 46 even on DraftKings as we record this Okay, um, on a, a Thursday evening in the Eastern time zone. I just like, dude, Dallas D-line is good. Um, secondary, not so much, but it's Brock Purdy. Like, Brock Purdy is not this good, first of all, may I say. Second of all, he needs time. If you notice all these sh- – like, that one pass that he had to Ayuk at the end of the game where they, it was basically like the McNabb 14-second uh, roll around in, in Dallas when he threw that John to Freddie Mitchell. Freddie Mitchell, like, yeah. It's this. It, that was kind of reminded me of that, but he's not as as ample running the ball. He's not as buoyant as as, as someone like Don McNabb. He was able to do that just because there wasn't really any pressure totally getting to him. You know, Seattle, like, Seattle uh, can't all the way get, get to you. They don't really get a lot of pressure. They yeah. might like on the edge get here or there, but like their middle's not going to formulate anything, and then he'll just okay, well, I'll sneak in front of that, and then oh no, wait, now they're coming, but the edge rushers are now pushed to the side, so let me go to the right side. Like that's how he got away from that. It wasn't this ambush that he had to just use raw God given talent and and get out of. He was just looking at. at opening spaces because Seattle can't totally get you like that. Uh, Dallas can. And you're not going to have that kind of time in general. I'm not just saying for a funky play at the end of the game or whatever the hell that was. I'm saying in general, this kid's going to be under attack. I'm really kind of, I'm nervous that the Cowboys are going to win the game, but yeah, it's just because I'm an Eagles fan. Um, if I had to pick the line, yeah, I'd take, you can get four, plus four on DraftKings right now. I would take it. I'm not gonna. Uh, however, I do it does think feel under. plus four is nice because they can still lose by a field goal and right. still get. I mean, money. it's three and a half on Fanduel. Get that little hook, you never know. But it's nice. Um, it's nice. I, I just think that this Sam Fran defense in general is gonna is gonna make Dak see a whole different ball game than what he saw in Tampa. They're not putting up thirty one. Um, the defense. It's arguably the best defense in football, and then the the team with the best defense in football has a third string quarterback who came from Ohio State that everyone thinks is the shit now, and they're the favorite out in the NFC right now to go to the Super Bowl. I, If it was me, it, I would literally go Eagles, Cowboys, Niners as far as, you know, talent-wise. I, I, look, I, the, the Niners defense is going to play on its head. Dak will throw a pick. I mean, I don't want to spoil any prop alerts for the dungeon <laughs> on Saturday morning, but Dak will – he didn't throw a pick in Tampa, and he was minus 170. So what you're going to, I'll talk about that on Sunday. That game was Um, insane because I mean, I mean, I I remember, um, so I don't know if you do, but I I like to, when they're on, I love to, I prefer to watch the Mannings Mm -hmm. on the Monday nights. I think, I I think they're better at it. They're just, I didn't this past week because I I just want, when when it's normally me just watching the game, we had some people over to watch that rooting against Dallas, but when it's just, yeah, because you're talking anyway, with the Mannings, you need to listen because they're so intuitive and hysterical. And they're just, you know, like some former players are just good. Romo's good too at, at reminding you or, or pointing out to you the things there's that the player on the field is seeing. And why he made that Absolutely. decision, right? Yep. And so one of the things that um, uh, uh, Peyton asked, uh, they had Dan Campbell on as one of the guests. Oh, you know, nice! That, guests. That I wish I would have saw that. That's cool. It was great. He was really great. Dan yeah. Campbell's a very likable guy. Jeez, absolutely. Um, just super likable, right? Run through a um, wall for that kind of guy. Yeah, you know? man, he's awesome. Uh, I'm to- to- 100 on board with him. But uh, he was uh, Peyton was like, Dan, it looks like seven on seven drills out there, like. What is the Tampa 
defense doing? It's just free runners everywhere. <laughs> yeah, CD, right. CD Lamb's That's touchdown. It. There was nobody within 15, 20 yards. My, so so um, that was me and my wife went ahead and rewound that four times because what look, happened? Here's the thing. At at the, at that point in time, the game was out of control anyway. It was. So I couldn't help but laugh. Yeah. I laughed. I thought it was so funny the play, and yeah. then I really started laughing because if you watch that play again, th- th- and, and and so my wife she knows football very well, but she's still super interested when you talk about formations and yeah. the you know the the mindset of a player. So yeah. I, I feel like Brian Baldinger sometimes. I'll rewind. I'll go back. Now watch this guy and watch what he does, and I'll pause it right there and then look at this. And she's <laughs> super interested, and it's really fun to do that with, but. That play I did four or five times because, and just by by rewinding it and looking at it, you could tell what happened. Dalton Schultz was out on the flat, yes, on, you know, on the far side. Yeah, um, CD was in on the left slot, and they axed each other. You know, yes. they ran through each other. Yes. And what happened was Dalton Schultz came in towards the line of scrimmage, running a, a quick slant, and three Tampa <laughs> defenders, three. <laughs> Like like a magnet that they c- couldn't reverse the polarization of. Like they all stuck to him, and it was weird. And and so immediately, right, maybe as Dak's even throwing, maybe not even as the ball is releasing his hand. Dalton Schultz has his arms up in the touchdown. He's running his route like this because he knows. And and for those not, well, I don't even know if we're going to have a YouTube video this week. I'm putting my touchdown signal up. He started running the route. Like he might have been six steps into his route and he just put his hands up That's for a very touchdown funny. sign while That's, running his route because. You're not going to see that too often. No, it was, yeah. I mean, that's bad. It was so, laughable. Tampa was Tampa Bay gave, gave up. They came in. They weren't, they weren't trying. Br- Brady looks like a person who is, um, because he's 45 years old. Uh, he is absolutely terrified to get hit. He just, he will do absolutely anything. You notice that the more the season went on, he just will do anything. Well, here's the thing. And you, and you, you can't you, play that position at a high level without taking some hits, no. Brian. You can't. You're helping me with that because this wasn't even on my bullet points, but thank you because you just brought up a point that I, it didn't even hit my head. One of the reasons why I kind of like Tampa in that game, at least as a as an anti-Cowboys fan, just a, a hopeful thing. Yeah. Was, I liked him. I liked was, him. Yeah, was that um, they were getting two of their starters back on offensive line. And I mean Pro Bowl starters, you know, yeah. Tristan Wirfs and um, – damn, the center's name escapes me right now. But um, they they were both – and I'm thinking, okay, well, the protection is going to be there because this Dallas D-line is what is going to be the biggest cog of this game. Of but course. No, they got to – like they put pressure on the motherfucker, made oh, yeah. him squirm. They he didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he only threw like two balls over 30 yards because he didn't have time, no time. to wait for Evans. So no here's time. the thing. That D line is going to be all over Brock Purdy, okay? All fucking over. If uh, I got, you know, I'm going to write down some stuff for the dungeon because I'm just talking myself into some fun props. If you want to hear more, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, twitch.tv slash GCN employee lounge, by the way. But that line is going to make Brock Purdy go nuts. And let me just say one name that, look, I've already said my bad on this, big time. Like, my fucking bad since I called this cat as a bust coming out of college. I'm embarrassed. Uh, Yeah. Micah fucking Parsons, okay? Yeah. Uh, Name me one defender that was, is going to be anything like this guy that they fast, that that, that Purdy or 
face last week. Not, not you know, look out. Uh, Seattle? <laughs> no, they don't have So you got like Purdy that. going against that. You got Dak versus the entire San Fran defense. And I just don't asses. see points, man. Yeah. Like, are, yeah. are we shocked at a 17-14 game here? I'm not. And by the way, 17-14, like, isn't a dull game. I'm not saying it's going to be a defensive battle where, you know, field goals are your only option here. If if this is it's forty six and a half a twenty three twenty game you're in the clear, I don't know. I, I just right. love this under maybe, a lot, a lot. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, or maybe Purdy comes out and he just can't he can't hack it at all, and the final score of the game is you know is twenty four to three. I mean, like, you don't know, right? No, I mean, I he could just I, come out I, and I just be that bad. It could, it's possible. He, as an under better, and this has been happening lately. Like it sucks. The one thing you need not to happen is that first touchdown in the first, I don't know, three fucking minutes. Yeah. You know, we don't need it for hurts, no yeah. reason there to be a, a, a kick return on the first fucking kick. Or yeah. like or, or, or Christian like McCaffrey, an 89-yard flat catch for a touchdown. They leave George Kittle just wide the fuck For no from, reason. From the 50-yard George yard Kittle sets a new it. record for the longest touchdown ever by a tight end. Yeah. Like, we don't need that you shit. You don't need but, that. People will say I don't bet unders because they're not they're not fun to root for. I gotta be honest with you, I like betting unders just as much as overs because I like watching the defense when I have an under and seeing yeah. who and and then sometimes I'll watch like the second well not secondary but you can see the second tier the defensive line of scrimmage where you get the linebackers and stuff and you just realize that what why aren't they running anymore? Oh, the quarterback got sacked. Like it's just so fun sometimes <laughs> like that yeah. to root for shit like that. Yeah. True. All right, so we got two down. At okay. least two more to go. Pins and needles here, Woodman. Second piece. Well, I really like this one. You know, I, 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 uh, I can, I, I can tell before I even say it that's going to make some people nervous. Um, but Uh-oh. it doesn't make me nervous. You want to look at that again? It's a, it's a, a quote unquote sharp bet, right? So I'm, I'm going to take the points, the largest points that I can take this week. I'm going to take the Jags to cover yeah. the eight and a half. I'm going to do it. I think they're riding high. Here's what I got, right? I think they're likely to come out fired up. They're, they're, Dougie P is good at firing the folks up. They they had this huge comeback. They're feeling good. I also don't think they have enough talent to win this game outright. So they're nowhere near the money yeah. line. Don't worry. I'm not taking that. I'm not an idiot. I get that the Chiefs are better than them <laughs> and, and that they're home. I get it, right? I'm not yep. stupid. But I do think they come out firing gangbusters. I think that... I also think that it's just like it's just math here. The Chiefs are six and ten and one this year against the spread. Six, yeah. ten, and one. One of the worst marks in the league, dude. Mm-hmm. Not not a not a good team against the spread. They win a lot of these games, right? Those ten losses aren't actual losses, but it's them failing to cover a spread. Because part of it, it Brian, is because of the way these spreads work. The algorithm is taking into account that all of these public money is constantly pouring in and it's always on the chief's side because everybody Dude, wants the chiefs to win. And there is to watch. a stat out there yeah, that is like teams with a uh, 75% win record yeah. in the NFL division round at home or whatever are like over the last whatever years are like eight twenty two and one versus spread. It's just because they just come out and they struggle, man. And I think they will come out and struggle. I mean, another fun pick would be you could do like the Jags money line first quarter or Jags, you know, whatever it is. It's going to be like plus plus three for the first half or whatever. The you could do something fun like that. Just assuming they come out 
Jags they, to win the first quarter plus one eighty. Not a bad it's, call, David. It's, it's not bad. No, you it's could not. do do something like that. Uh, but but I there's no way the Jags don't get the ball first in that game. Right. No matter who wins the toss, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So my my thinking is just take the Jags plus eight and a half. It's a lot of points. Um, I do worry that between now and when people listen to this, it could be that some sharp money comes in and pulls that. Uh, I don't know. It wouldn't. It would have to get pulled really far for me not to be comfortable with it. I think they can cover. Like if this was plus seven, I might still be on it. Like I do think like they can just like keep it close enough. Um, and then even if they don't, right? Even if I'm wrong about all that, I have an out, which is the backdoor cover, which is like a hundred percent. Always 100%. a thing that you got to worry about, you know. So Dougie um, P versus old uh, mentor Andy yeah, Reid. Like uh, Dougie P is a hey. Guess what? Dougie P. People will be like, well, it's Andy Reid. It's his, you know, this is the 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 coaching tree that uh, Peterson came from. And all. Well, guess these fucking these dudes have won the same super amount of Super Bowls. Okay, so good point. And it's he's not that far off on Andy Reid, okay? He, he's and look at the Philly special; he's got more balls, you know. So he's got the I, balls. He'll they'll will be they 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 know, don't give up. They they don't give up. You know that from last week. Uh-huh. Uh, they also are. Um, they know that they're underdogs, so they're going to be willing to do a lot of stuff going Think about a Dougie P team and it's an underdog. What are they doing for it on fourth and three from midfield, you know, uh, running a trick play of maybe a fake punt, maybe an onside kick when you're not expecting it, that kind of thing that that underdogs do when they're just trying to just make it happen. And they know they don't really have the talent, you know, they, but they, but they, they think they can win anyway because they get the will to win and they believe in each other. You know, I think there's enough of that going on here. Listen, guys, don't take the Jags money line. That's a sucker bet. But they probably are not ultimately winning this game. It's not worth that much. It's plus three fifty. Like exactly. that's not moving it for if me. If it was way more, I would say maybe. But but I don't really think so. I think the Chiefs will take care of business in the end. But I do yeah, think that the Jags can cover this eight and a half. I like the eight and a half too a lot because um, you never know in this day and age of of two point conversions and all that shit. Yeah. So eight and a half is a big time. And I agree with you. I do think if if anybody within earshot likes the line where it's at. Get it now and don't wait for nine because I don't think it's going to go that way. I think Woody's correct that the Sharps may very well pound, pound the Jags heading into this game and it'll go down to, you know, eight, seven and a half by the time game starts versus the like. And this just to game, explain this, why Sharps are are notoriously on the the plus, the um the um plus the, you, the point getting side thank you yeah, yeah sharps love the underdog to get, they want to get points they're on the dogs they love uh they and they love the jags this year sharps have been yeah. all over oh, the jags yeah. all year but another reason is sharps while not as as uh populated if you will as populous as a as as us regular betters the, their their bankroll changes that where they will make a bet that will literally you know, be a million dollars or more. Tr- literally and trump literally. all of the public's you know money. So right. yeah. I think it moved. <laughs> Kinda. So it might. We'll see. But I like the eight and a half. I can tell there. you like that. I, I I'm a big fan of that one. I know yeah. what you're trying to do, and um, I'm getting there. Because I, I were you trying were you setting me up for this? You like that? Yeah, I was. I Damn was. it. I, I deleted it to put see, this is why Zencaster can go fuck itself okay maybe news on that zencasters are our, our podcasting platform uh by the way if you heard a little blip like uh, i don't know 20 minutes ago now that we're bringing it up because now i'm pissed off and half drunk that 
you know, Zencaster for no reason at all just stopped our recording and said David Woody has lost all audio contact. And it was bullshit. He didn't. But no, there's... I could hear you fine. It's total BS. And guess what? If you couldn't tell that, then man, fuck, we're good. You know, which we are. And we'll see if we're good this week with four winners. But wait a second, Hollywood. We only have three winners so far. You are correct. That is because it is time for a winner this week. That Give it to us, baby. You. Come on. Oh, 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 oh I Give will. Give it to me hard. I'll do it in a certain way. You can't, you know. Yeah, that wasn't getting out of here. But yeah, it's time for a winner with the most juice. How about plus 160? I want yeah. winners. All you right. know why, though? Because it's a little bit of a cop out. Let me just do a little test here. David Woody. Remember how we used to do, do you remember this? Do you want to get taken back to the early days of Jump the Sharp? Are you, are you probably going to be a little bit nostalgic. It might hit you in the feels a little bit. You ready for okay. this? All right, I'm ready. Do you remember a little segment we used to do called the No Huddle? Yeah. Yeah, see? So we're going to do a quick No Huddle, okay? You have to quickly, It's not. we're not going to do anything about spreads, though. Tell me who is winning these games as quick as possible. Ready? Jags, Just- Chiefs. Chiefs. Giants, Eagles. Eagles. Bengals, Bills. Bills. Cowboys, Niners. I'll say the Niners, but. Ah, uh, but well, yeah, see? Yeah. I, I don't like betting that game, the outcome. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Wow, that worked as, just as well as I thought. Okay. My official second pick of the week is a three leg easy teasy. <laughs> Let's go with it. And what is it? Well, it's three legs, right? And there's one leg that we're just not very comfortable with. Who did Woody say will win? Chiefs, Eagles, Bills. Do the Cowboys Niners. Uh, Niners, I guess, if I have. Yeah, no, that's not on the fucking leg. Because that's the one that is just really hard to call. It's going to be a great game. And I like the under on it, the whole nine. We talked about that. But the other ones, fucking tease them. And just get them. So I know the Woodman just put plus eight and a half on the Jags, which I will also bet, by the way, because that's a window that can hit like a motherfucker. But you tease the Chiefs down to minus two and a half. Woodman was just telling you, don't be a sucker and bet the Jaguars money line. But the Jags may very well keep this close and lose by a field goal. Sure. Could happen. Get the Eagles down to minus one and a half. And then get the Bills to plus a half point, basically a money line. So you got Chiefs by field goal, Birds by two, and Bills to win. That's plus 160 on DraftKings, a three-leg tease. If you want, once again, the Woodman has mentioned about how you are free to do what you want. If you want to say, ah, give me that seven-point teasy. Give me the Chiefs down to minus one and a half, Birds Mm. to basically a money line. And I kind of like the – that's not bad because then you get the Bills at plus one and a half. You never know. What if they lose by one? It could happen. Then you get – I think it's plus 120 for that. So you're still on the plus side, but this is plus 160. Chiefs minus two. Like these are the, here's the thing. And, and I, I hope you played, played at home as well. Played along at home. Yeah. Jags, Chiefs, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, Eagles, Bengals, Bills, eh, a little bit of Bills. You, you think about it a little bit and give the Bengals the credence. You say Joe Burrow, playoffs, yeah. You sure, come, and then but- you realize, no, Bills. The Bills are such a complete team. Let me just say know? something about this, okay? Yeah. You know, I want to. I'll tell you what. I want to kiss you for doing that so well, Woody. You know what I'm saying? I want to kiss you. One point six to one odds for the three teams that I'm sure are going to win. I'll take it. Now I know I have to cover some, 
with the three points on the Chiefs' side and the two on the Eagles. But I'm not worried about those. The one that I would be worried about the most is that Bengals-Bills. Even Woody, was the, that was the longest he took the answer for sure. Yeah. And the Niners was the really longest. But yeah. since he is the public darlings right now, all right, the line is, mo- is, is, is moving pretty well to the Bengals' side. But you know what's not? The, the money. The money's on the Bills like crazy. Here's the thing. Buffalo hasn't lost a game since November 13th. Yeah. I don't think people realize just how good this team is. They, they, with the turnovers that Allen does, it's really a facade for things that people like. People are looking like vo- they're vulnerable. They're, they're not. This is going to be a Chiefs-Bills AFC uh, championship game, and it's going to be maybe one of the best AFC championship games ever. Too bad it's going to be played in Atlanta. And, like, but, you know, look, they, people are – I think people also, like, are over uh, – you know, recency bias is having an effect here because, like, you know, you had the fumble six mm-hmm. um, against the Dolphins, and the final score, I guess, of that game was 34-31. Right. But it Which, wasn't by the a- way, if that happens in the – Bengals bills this time around you take that plus 401 for the over 61 right i'm liking that but anyway yeah let me give you one question here yeah i didn't mean to cut you off but no, I, you're fine. I just, i'm good i, I want to ask you another question i don't mean to put you on the spot left and right here uh the bills have lost three games this year this whole season what do you think the combined point differential in their and their three losses what do you think total is the amount of points they've lost by? Not in one game. I'm yeah. saying those three games added up the differential of which they lost. What is that number? Well, it's not a lot because I know. It's I'm definitely think- not a lot. I'm remembering the the Dolphin game. I think they only lost by two. Two, well, um, if you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> Um, I'll say just to answer the question and get, uh, get, get the actual answer. I'll say, I'll make a guess. I'll say it was, uh, uh, nine points, it was 12, eight, 12 point, eight okay. points. Yeah. Right. It's okay. Don't you No, I like your actual, sometimes, <laughs> you're like my wife. Sometimes she'll be like, this was on sale. Guess how much I got it for. I'm like, I don't know. 10 bucks. She'll be like, no, 12 bucks, but it was on sale from 20. Like or, when someone asks you that question, you purposely say more so that they feel better about themselves. You should, I'm like, you should. Well, and that's what you just tried to do right there, didn't you? I did. I hit I you in your head? Sorry. You're like, nine's what I really think, but I should sell, say 12 for the sake yeah. of this program. Yep. <laughs> it's Sorry. eight, though. You're still off. I mean, come on now. Eight points in three losses. Uh, so, I mean, eight eight to nine points. It's a big amount. That's way off. Yeah, kind of. But anyway, the eight eight points and three losses, this team they is lost a good to the Jets, team. maybe? They lost to the Jets. They lost to the uh, Dolphins, and I forget what the other team. See, but all of these teams three, 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 and two. Just to make another point here, all of these teams have lost at some point to a joke garbage organization. Oh. The Chiefs lost to the fucking Colts. Yeah, we lost okay. to the, uh, the the Niners. Commanders. Lost to the fucking Falcons. Yeah, yeah we literally, lost to the Commanders. Dude. We lost the Commander. Like nobody is immune from that. So if if that's your only argument against the Bills, oh, they lost to a bad team. If that's the only thing you have to say, sorry, that doesn't prove anything, dude. Every team this year has lost to a bad team. Can I say something real quick about the Niners now that you mentioned it? These are the teams that the Niners beat. By the way, they also lost to the Broncos, the Niners. Oh, my God. That's right. They beat the Bears, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Panthers. They lost to the Falcons. Okay. (laughs) Um, Other teams. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Cardinals. They beat the Saints. 
They did beat the Dolphins, but that was without Tua. Okay. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Commanders. They beat the Raiders. Those are all the teams they beat this year. That's not really. That not a single great team among them. They've lost to the Falcons, the Broncos. Um, and Wait. then, oh, and then here you go, ready? This is why I wanted to say it. They lost to the Chiefs. Oh. In got Santa boat, Clara. Boat raced. It was 44 to 23. Yeah, they got iced. I, I'm just saying, man. I just don't see it with them. I would nah. lean Dallas on the line, but just give me the under. I know I'm saying the under after 44-23, but that's not the way that game is going to go. That's not going to be like that. Um, yeah, just give me the under. I'll take the under on that. But yeah, give me this teasy KC. I don't think I even really properly mentioned it. KC minus two and a half, Philly minus one and a half, Buffalo plus a half point, plus one sixty. That is an official pick in and of itself as a whole. Have fun with it, ladies and gentlemen. You want to uh, give it a bigger teasy? Go for it. Like, you know, you want to add it. Hey, by the way, you want to add another leg? Make Dallas plus nine and a half or plus 10. Or if you want to do six and a half, you can get that to 10 and a half. I know, I know you saw Woodman. I actually have a similar teaser that I posted in our dungeon uh, text thread that I put out the other day. So, yes. You know, uh, yours was four legs, right? It was a four leg one, but I, I put it at seven points. It was a plus 260, and I do have Dallas uh, as the last leg at plus 10 and a half. So. They should be able to cover that even if um, even if they wind up losing the game, which they may not. They might not lose that game. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, both teams might have a one in front of their, their point their point uh, output. Like, could it could be. be a 17-13 game. But I love it, and uh, let's go. Here we go. Cowboys, Niners, under. Cincy Buffalo over 48 and a half. I'm sorry, the Niners uh, Cowboys under 46 and a half. What he also loves the Jags getting eight and a half. I'm down with that too. TZ three leg style is my second full pick. KC minus two and a half. Philly minus one and a half. Buffalo plus a half point at plus 160. Those are your boys that jumped the sharps pick for the divisional round. But boy, oh boy, it doesn't end there, ladies and gentlemen. The degenerate dungeon, courtesy of the glass cannon. You know where to find us by now if you dig it. Dig it, okay? 10 a.m. Eastern. Saturday, this Saturday, last Saturday show of the season. Um, what a good time, Woodman. You feeling good? Feeling great. You know, um, and I'll just head this off right at the pass. If people are concerned that we are not, we didn't really make any picks on the Giants and the Eagles, I, I'll speak for myself. It's mm. not superstition. It's that I just it's I just don't know for sure if Hertz is – is his shoulder fine, and is he going to be rusty? If you know, he gets tackled in a funky way and yeah. is hurt, then we're fucked. Then, and then I'm the, not putting money on that. Then the Giants are going to win this game if that happens. I love Philly minus 7.5. I'll of say course. it right now. If he's fine, I, I'm not worried about this in any way, shape, or form. Me neither. But uh, we just don't know. And, you, and you're not going to know. No matter what they'd say in, to the media or anything else, you're not going to know. If his shoulder's still hurting him, but he just doesn't want to talk about it, or if he's just super rusty because he hardly played for what a month, five weeks, six weeks now, um, you know, you're not going to know that you're not going to know that until you see him out there. So, you know, I do think we can, I, I, I do think it's a very good matchup, right? Um, I just look at the Eagles defense, the way they match up to the giants offense. And it's excellent because, you know, the one thing that you don't have to worry about with the giants offense is to them to try to beat you deep. And the Eagles have excellent cornerbacks. So there's no reason to have any safety deep. You have no safeties deep. Zero. It's cover zero, 
right? Yeah. The entire, yeah. No, I'm not kidding. No. The entire game is cover zero. You stack right. nine men in the box. Mm. Nine of them. Not eight in the box. Nine. See, see if Saquon or Daniel Jones can run through nine guys. Give it a shot. Let's see how that goes. I'm just saying, like, it's as a matchup, I don't think the Giants could have a worse matchup on paper. I really don't. Um, just a team with just killer, killer cornerbacks, so they don't have to worry about anything else. They can devote 100% of their attention to the running game. That's not a good matchup for them. Nine in the box. Talk about your wide nine. Do it. Oh, what's in the box? (laughs) We'll (laughs) see. Brad. Might be a um, lot of and that's lot of as birds. a matchup, you know, just matchup wise. But I, I do think Dable is a great coach, a very good coach, and uh, I do too. Know. They finally found the one. Like I remember, Joe Judge came on board. I was like, "That's the moxie New York needs." And then it's, it's like you know immediately by game by week one, like, it, nope, it was awful. that ain't it, dude. It was so bad. That ain't it. And then who was the fucking weirdo they had? Oh, yeah. Ben McAdoo. Oh, it was like. First of all, that was never like, oh, they got their moxie. Like, he looked like an upside-down hot air balloon (laughs) from the get-go. Like, what a fucking weirdo. And it was like, he's not a head coach, especially not in a fucking metropolitan New York City. Oh, my God. He looked like an upside-down hot air He's a a whack. But, uh, yeah. And they found this cat, Dable. He's got him. He's, He's... He's the Matthew Broderick for him there. Go get some glory. Too bad Dude, it's going to he, end. He's, uh, you can just tell they're a well-coached team. I thought that um, the biggest difference in the Viking game was him. I thought that the biggest single difference that? in the yeah. game was Brian Dable. They just seemed better coached, didn't, don't you think? I thought oh, so. Sure, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I thought that was, that was what made the difference. Because I think the Vikings actually have more talent on the roster. Yep. I yeah. made a prediction last week. I don't know if you remember. I also made it on a dungeon that... Uh, that that Saturday night game, uh, Chargers Jaguars would be Brandon Staley's last game as a head coach in in L.A. And it almost came to fruition. Almost. Do you know what they did? He threw his offensive coordinator under the bus so he could keep <laughs> his own job. <laughs> yeah, yep, it's true. Did, and then and then somebody asked him at a press conference after the game. They said, uh, "Do you feel like you got out out coached by Doug Peterson?" Did you hear what he said? I didn't he hear said what he not, said. He said not in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right credit credit props, yeah props. basically good, i mean he answer. didn't say that verbatim but he was that, he, he wasn't being answer. joking but he was kind of like um, well no i feel like i outcoached him in the first half like of course the, you did you fucker the You're most up, like, amazing 90. uh coaching news of the week was <laughs> that cliff kingsbury has oh my God. purchased do you read this he it's has thailand, purchased right? a a one-way ticket to thailand he's there with his girlfriend oh. he's not married cliff kingsbury yeah, he's there who's, in thailand who's with his girlfriend. Tall. Yep. And he is like has no intention of coming back. They have to pay him millions and millions of dollars every year. Of course. What's his money guaranteed for like for the next four years? Four, he signed they, He's they like, gave him an extension before this season. This season. This it was such an insane extension. I always say that, that about I think that about coaches. Like, he why, was like so Matt Rule. Like they're all they're year. all trying to go back to college or do this. Like, just get paid. Sit there and he's gonna get like six million dollars a year for the next four years. Um, I like in in the sense like I I dislike that guy or whatever. In another sense, good for well, you, dude. Like, yeah, the hell it, like, oh, you're gonna fire me, right. but you owe me all this money. I'm literally buying a one way ticket to dude, Thailand. I'm not coming back to Thailand of all places. Too. <laughs> oh my god, that dude. His he, girlfriend posted like pictures or something of like them just like on a beach, and it's like that's that's his life for the next four years. 
Ain't Dude, you, could, you could set your watch to what, what when you're getting your checks, like Bobby Bonilla for the last 20 fucking yeah, years. You don't have to do anything. Oh, incredible. All right. We got to hit the bricks here, Woodman. Okay. It's time to get to... Uh, we need to see what the proof's in the pudding. So let's end this show so we can go ahead and watch these games and make that money, but not before the dungeon on Saturday morning where we make, make even better and bigger picks. Well, I don't know about better, but definitely not better. Well, we uh, we certainly make more bets. I would say more. <laughs> better and bigger. Both of those did not apply. I don't know no, why I said it. I no, should say neither better nor not bigger. as good and not as fruitful, but definitely more numerous yeah like 10 times as many exactly <laughs> so if you like picks and, and banter giddy up we'll see you in a dungeon yeah, saturday morning picks, wood man love you brother love you too man have a great That's divisional awesome. weekend that is david woody i am brian hollywood hagen saying let's go get that dough i'm feeling good peace